Whole gang is Trust. back. We are Woo-hoo. thrilled to be back live. Michael Biscard, John Hassner, Matthew Clark. It's the podcastle. Before we get into the aftermath of Hurricane Irma, I want to say I was on uh, our thread in Facebook Messenger. And have you guys ever seen this? There's an option in there. It's like send a picture, send a gif. Yeah. And then there's send or request money. Who is using that? What? Hey, glad that we're chatting on Facebook. By the way, I need 20 bucks. So if you could just take your credit card out and punch that number in and send it back over Facebook. Like, who's using this This feature? Send or request money. Like, how sad are you? It's like, Matt well, requested 50 bucks. It's like yeah, Facebook's Venmo or PayPal. It's weird. It's like... Kind of weird. It's so easy My to buddy was telling money. me about this stupid app. He's like, yo, you might want to get into this. Stupid app. And I said, what, what, you know, what scheme is it this time? And, and uh, I guess it's some kind of app where you loan people, you know, strangers money. It could be like you know, yeah, go fund five me. and 20 bucks. Oh. But yeah, but they're loans. And I oh. said, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said, the only people who are getting rich off of that are the people who design the app. I'm not getting it on that. Yeah, the people that are collecting the fees and the, the advertising dollars are the ones that <laughs> I'm done in the lending business. We're getting a little ridiculous with the, the the giving money out to strangers. There's GoFundMe. There's this. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of crap out there. It's like people standing on the a- side of the acorn. road. There's acorn. Yeah. I'd rather <laughs> give money to them. I, Correct. I haven't looked at GoFundMe since Hurricanes Irma and Harvey and Jose, I guess. But you got to figure that, that the whole... The whole um, GoFundMe industry is probably monopolized right now. I understand the charitable causes that are out there, but you know how how easily it could be to, you know, put up some bogus yes family's face. I I did. I created a bogus one. I was like, help this guy's dream come alive. Very vague, hoping like some guy would spend like a thousand bucks. I didn't get. I got eleven dollars. But I was hoping that amazing this thing. But you could definitely take advantage of the situation of uh, people who have lost their homes just by putting right. out pictures. Yeah, yeah, you could. I mean, there are some legitimate, like, good causes on there. But then there's others like, help me find myself and become a shaman in Jamaica by donating to my life quest. They're <laughs> idiots. But, uh, but speaking of Jamaica and the uh, southeastern United States... Hurricane Irma uh, is is done, I believe. And um, John, I understand you were gone for a week. That's why we've been a little a little late coming back on the air in recent times. And I was traveling too, and everyone's doing their yeah. thing. But, but what happened, man? Did you seek shelter north? Well, did you, did you guys ever meet up when you were in uh, the Northeast? Yeah, we had a great time. We got laid, and it, no, we don't. It was no, you didn't. <laughs> It's so hard. It's so like, hard. yeah, it'll be so easy. Like, we don't really have anything planned, but just for some reason, it's so, so hard. It, it seems like you like have Jersey, six hours up there. And it's like eight hours. I all like... Yeah, I was, uh, I was unfortunately, yeah, I, I only, in the time that he was in New Jersey, I was only in, in New York for, I guess, one day when I was out of town, which was, yeah, a good six hour drive away but I could have made it I just didn't realize you were only going to be in New Jersey for the short time period so yes to reinforce John's point it uh, never works out it never uh, works out when you're doing it you have your full itinerary yeah. precise right. to the hour of where you're going to be each right. day 
and a you're guy that, and an assistant that's like, all right, it's from 2.30 to 2.45, you're going to meet with him, and now you got to go. Go, go, get the car, get the car. And they, like, throw you in, like, the president being, like, escorted out. You're like, all right. A reservation, right. like, needs to be made. You know, we wanted to have an end to the summer show at the shore, and it didn't yeah. out. I, I, it was dramatic. Right. It Clark's was visiting. He's on that, that person that he's visiting schedule. And Biscardi, just life is continuing. It's it's not, it's not a special t- period of time. It's just normal life going on. It's motion. Right, right. It's all motion. I mean, it's special because I'm, I'm now back in the United States three weeks. Yeah. It's a little hectic. I am trying to uh, get things done with this you know, second home that I have. Yeah, and, right. Uh, that's another story we can talk about later. But yeah, I, uh, we didn't. It was tough. We're going to do it next time for sure. It, it is tough, though, when you're traveling and, and you're on the schedule of people that, you know, it's just you're kind of at their mercy. Right. You know, this and your aunt's coming over. And, you're not home. Yeah. You're home, but you're yeah. not at your home. And you're still but treated I like a kid. Briefed. He was taking minutes at every single <laughs> rendezvous. <laughs> and I'm dying to hear no, oh, yeah, they're very cryptic messages. What do you I'm mean? Yeah. Hear about everything that happened, all the wild and crazy oh, times some, with the wild drama going on there. There was some drama on the East Coast. There was some. There was some police involved. What? Was, it got wild. It got wild in Avalon. But I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thin, thundery ginger. I want to oh, dabble my at it. Gosh, now, now I don't have any thundery ginger. Good. There was no <laughs> cops. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh my but, gosh! So, but you're safe now. You were you were up at uh, Bob uh, yeah. Bob's house and uh, taking shelter. You evacuated, I think, earlier. Feel than like more. a refugee. Well, before right, I continue, before I continue, can we hear this this police story when I'm done? Oh yeah. Or yeah, is that for another show? Too, but I also want to hear about what it's like being a house guest when oh. you're, you're a refugee. No. Uh, so Bob, I've known Bob since I was six and he was four years old and we were kids together growing up and then his family moved away. Then, you know, nine years ago I moved to Florida and he he lived less than a mile away from me and I, and I just, it was an accident and we reconnected best buds. So he offered, he said, look, if this thing is coming straight at you, which it looks like right now, according to some eight million different predictions, you know, because right. we had all the experts telling us exactly where Irma Get might, the fuck out. might go. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the, the memes and, and the, the news coverage, the weather channel, we watched the weather channel oh, for, sure. I don't know, for like six days straight. Sure. Yeah. You're scared. You want to know what's happening. Do I have to leave? Am I going to get ripped over? What do I do? Non-stop. So we get there, and it's, I believe, Wednesday evening. So then the next day's Thursday, um, and I work, you know, at my buddy's house. And then another couple arrives with their two dogs. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Bob's married with with two kids, a three-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son. And it's myself, my my pregnant wife, and our dog. A little poodle. So there's four dogs now because Bob also has a Rottweiler lab mix, a giant beast of a dog. A labweiler. But we oh, still kind of had like the weekend in sight, you know? Yeah. We're like, all right, right well, on the horizon. all right, it's Friday now. 
we'll we'll all hang out Friday night and it'll be fun. And then like Saturday's college football, we'll cook out. Sunday it's like the NFL opening weekend. We'll watch the Eagles. Uh, we'll cook right. out and we'll drink. Yeah. Exciting. And then I wake up Monday morning. Not only has Irma missed everything, everybody's safe, we're all great, but now it's headed right towards northwest Georgia, where I was. Oh, no. It's doing a curveball. Uh, it's, it's seeking you out. It's like an ex-girlfriend. Right. It's crazy. So the weather is hideous. I wake up. It's like cold, rainy. It's like 50 degrees, rainy, just shit weather. And it's Monday morning, and I have to work. I'm, like, expected to work. And I tried to do, like, the the Internet's down. But I, I just couldn't do it. There was too much chaos going on. I'm not at my house. I'm at someone else's house. His, his uh, building, yeah, like, a window shattered in his building, so he had to work from home. The other couple's working from home. Heather's working from home. It was just... Too much bandwidth being used. That's like a library. Yeah, that's a that's a crowded house, and you got a kid, two kids running around. Oh, you can't concentrate. And you got lab mixes shitting on your keyboard, <laughs> or, yeah. or maybe you know, something. And the hangover. You know, it, it's really oh. that's not fair. First of all, that you had to work because right, a You're lot of companies or even that you know, I started up my master's degree program again. Um, I got. I could have probably done this. I really thought about it too. Just lying and saying uh, that her, I was affected by the hurricanes because they put out a big bulletin. The, uh, I guess school started on the 5th. If it, there is uh, anyone out there who's affected by the hurricanes, please let the department know uh, if it's going to affect your work. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm just not in school mode. I probably could have just called out an extra week of Right, yeah, sick. I'm affected. Yeah. So it's, it's whatever it takes to milk it. It made you work. My boss thought I was in Jacksonville, not Avalon. She thought I was in Florida because my dad used to live in Florida. He never lived in Jacksonville. I don't know where that came from. I was like, how are you? Family okay? And I was like, yeah, we're great. And then I found out later she thought it was in Florida. But if I knew that, I would have noticed it and been like, connection's going to yes. go down. We'll need an extra week to drive yes. back. Okay. You know? And back to the yeah, it sucks. They made to work. Speaking of Jacksonville, back to like the over the top news coverage. The headline for Jacksonville said, "Irma swallows Jacksonville." (laughs) Irma swallows Puerto Rico. Apparently, took some (laughs) island quote off the map. Yeah, (laughs) Key West is gone. Yeah, right. West has got apparently took somewhere in the, around the the Turks and Caicos area or something like yeah. that. Every single home and structure was destroyed. So it's, it's off the map now. Like, well, is it underwater? Is it like right. the right. Atlantis now? Right, exactly. The the, the the clickbait for the news is is ridiculous because they have to like keep right. making it worse. So they're like, Irma destroys world. <laughs> Florida's about to get their asses rocked. And it, they, they were just so crazy, you know? It was a big letdown, though, right, from, from, from what they were predicting. I mean, it's good, but it wasn't what they thought. I mean, people got hurt, well, it's, and it's yeah. terrible, but it didn't level Florida. No, but we talked about how people could take advantage of hurricanes when you have all these charities out there and right. uh, all these apps for charities. There, Many people lose money 
but there's ways to make money in a hurricane. For one thing, like um, gas prices go up. That sucks for everybody. But at the same time, if you're if you want to invest in the market, all these energy companies were making a fortune. So if you decided to dump all your eggs into some energy stock, oh yeah, they were skyrocketing this past week. Right. Yeah. They're, you're gonna make you're gonna make a buck. Right. So you got to look at it that there's, way. There's, yeah. Irma. I mean, we could do without hurricanes, but yeah, there's ways to take advantage of these situations if you have that kind of disposable income. Irma, deep throats Jacksonville. <laughs> Irma, Irma, butt fucks Tallahassee. Irma, gags on Tallahassee. But anyway, oh it just Move got on. to the point where it's Monday night, and luckily again, we're saved by football. The, the girl, the women, kind of go away, and it's just like the guys and. We're drinking too much again. Yeah. No, Monday night. I'm sorry. Monday night. I didn't drink. I couldn't. I was like, I, I just can't do it tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm so bad. I'm, I'm bad. Yeah, you gotta take a break. Take a breather. So hungover. And then Ugh. working that day at like a dining room table in a dining cha- dining room table chair all day at a desk. My oh. spine was like a question mark. Yeah, it hurts. Oh, I hate That's that. the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that way like, every folks, morning because I'm back in my own bed, but just something doesn't feel right. This mattress ain't working. So I have, yeah, the scoliosis back. <laughs> yeah, the spinal bit. <laughs> I can't wake up. And then, you know, finally, I think, I don't even know what day it is. Wednesday morning, uh, we wake up, and I'm like, we, we got to get out. Oh, no, Tuesday we lost, we actually did lose the internet. So I couldn't work. So that was actually like a day off. And I just sat around and watched American Horror Story. Yeah. That's and what you got to do when you're... Yeah, you, know. you got to binge watch. I kind of checked out at night and then woke up Wednesday and was like, Heather, let's just go. Let's just give it a shot. And we left. Yeah. And 12 hours later, we got home. It oh, my gosh. So that's a hike. brutal. So was brutal. it time to go? Were you, were you like crawling out of your skin? Were you yes. Like, we, we have to just go. Like, I needed to be in my comfort I didn't see it coming. I need a nice peanut butter and not a sandwich. I didn't see it coming. You know, I gotta figure out where to put this mouthpiece. Because I've been listening to shows and I can hear myself breathing on the other end and it's just totally distracting. And I know. I isolate I isolate the sound of you breathing and I put it next to Jen's ear in the night and leave the room. Cheers, Jones. Cold, dark breath. Hey. Um, it sounds good. Sounds juiced. I sound good right now. I was gonna say. I like it. You know what I like? Uh, remember that scene in the office when they're? T- uh, I think it's Jim's talking to Michael Scott. He's like, "Yeah, I think you do a phenomenal Elvis impression." He's like, "Well, thank you." Thank you very much. <laughs> like it's a, it's a bad Elvis impression, right, but he thinks yeah. it's great. So he's like, thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Scardi dropped off. I think he might have fell asleep. He hasn't seen the thread in like 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. Hmm? So. He was in that New York traffic, really, uh, you know, bumper to bumper. You know, Let me send another you know, message. Bumper to bumper. They were just rubbing elbows with Hey Ash's grandmother and cousin. That's actually who I got it from, her cousin's uh, wife. 
she came home and was telling this story and she was like a little, you know, aggravated and all like, you know, juiced up and a little pissed off. And she's like, the traffic on the whatever Queens Bridge was bumper to bumper. <laughs> bumper. <laughs> like there was a huge pause. You guys ready? As if she's trying to think about it. And the traffic I, on there. And I just kept, ba- I kept doing the delay like longer and longer. Bumper. like that uh, Hispanic heritage hand? Oh, I loved it, man. That was beautiful artwork. The traffic on the Verrazano coming, coming over there to the Bronx was bump-er to bumper. And I couldn't stop. And this guy came out and he says, hey, you tough guy. Put the cigarette out or I'm going to put you out. <laughs> I'm was... actually mentally, I'm mentally retarded. Shady. I used, to, I used to do that in college. Fucking cat, man. I swear to God, she forgets we have an upstairs. I have to remind her every time. Shady. Hi. Shady. I'm sorry, man. What were you saying? I used to do that in college. I used to go up to people and I go, so I said to the guy, I says to him, I says, I says to him, I says to the guy, I says to him, I says, I says to him, I says to the guy, I says, I says to him, I says to the guy, I says, I says to the guy, I says to him, I says, tough guy. Put the cigarette out. I'm going to put you out. And then I wait till they pause, and I go, by the way, I didn't tell you guys. I'm mentally retarded. <laughs> you know, just to... Retarded. I can't get away. Retarded. Yeah, maybe we should just do a nerd tonight. I think this might, might have might have flown sleepy. may have flown the coop. It may it's have... Uh, up, man. may have flown the coop with the last gallon of muscatel and some mayonnaise. Which muscatel? It's a wine. It's a type of gross wine. <laughs> Why is it Gross. It's just bad. It's just not good. Ah, it's not my cup of tea. Other people might differentiate their taste buds. Are you still? Uh, are you still tickling, tickling the wine palate? Oh yeah, yeah. We're doing a big wine event at work, so I'm like, no, no, no. Allow uh, me to uh, decide wines we're getting. No, 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 no. You will not be controlling any of you this. Know who's going to be there at this event? Michael Chickless from the Shield. And American Horror Story. And Lost. And Lost. He's uh, he's a good friend of uh, one of the board members. Um, he oh, wait, was, no, he was he's not at... in Lost. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the guy who played Abraham. Sorry about that. Oh, oh, uh, Michael Cutlets. The he's great. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking of. Sorry. The Cutlets, the I, saw, I saw the only episode of the commission at Agnew's house really? during one of his birthday parties around like Halloween or something, or maybe it was a Halloween party. Oh, yeah. But him and I got in a little fight or something, and then yes. we became friends, like 10. I and remember. as I was waiting for my parents to pick me up, everyone else was gone. I was like the last kid, and we were watching the commish in his family room. I think like I was there, well. too. I think I was you there, too. There. And, and, I, and I think, like, most likely, yeah. you and I were probably waiting for the same ride. And we were watching the commish or, or the shield or whatever it was at the end and I was like this is actually a good show can we like watch this when we get home on DVR yeah, cool. oh wait that doesn't exist and picket white fences or whatever the other crap they were shoving down our throats are we recording now because this is, this is gold right we're now we're recording always your grace I love it always uh, so you know what's dumber than the uh, Floyd Mayweather the money team gear that he sells for like 400 bucks <sighs> who really buys that I don't know. Like, I don't see anyone wearing that, but it's not like I'm looking for people who are wearing that. I'm looking away. 
But that's the segue to the answer. It's people that actually wear that. When I was at the airport traveling to Philly, oh. I was talking to this guy next to me who was making his wife like run up and down to find an open, uh, you know, desk jockey to check them in. Not him. He had his, the money team shirt on, and I'm thinking, yeah, you're flying Southwest and you're making your wife do the work. I don't think you're on the money team. Well, he's actually perfect all. for the money team because those are the, those are the type of guys that uh, that wear that stuff, you know. Women yeah. degrading punks. Yeah. Posers. Oh, perfect. You know what? Makes perfect sense. And, it, it, you know, it was a guy who's like, yeah, go, go try the next counter. Try up there. And I'm like, you're the man. You need to put to have your wife stay with the stuff, and you go do that. I would never be like, Jen, I'm going to stand here like a badass with my money team shirt. You go up to that counter. You go six counters down. And no, man. What kind Lazy of man are you? Lazy fool. Like, real men team. from, like, 400, 500 years ago, 600 years ago would be looking at the men of this day and age and, and just shaking their heads. <laughs> men shaking. from 70 years ago are shaking their heads. Oh, true. That's true. When men were men and women were women. Well, but today we have a little bit of in-between these. But the money team. I, I saw he on his website. I went to Floyd Mayweather's website. He sells these money team stuff, which is like his design, his brand, which his is so brand. dumb. Who his doesn't brand. have a damn brand? And who, who who wears their own brand like him? He wears all these shitty clothes that say, like, money team on it. It's just so shameless. It's like me wearing a podcastle, like, shirt all the time. But that would be kind of cool. But he has these ridiculous, like, American flag money team. That's and, what I um, loved about uh, Conor McGregor. He was, like, making fun of him the whole time. He's like, you're dressed like a little kid. Like, you look like you're – you got, like, a school yeah. bag on. And, like, you can't even read. Where – what is the website? Team money team? Team? What is I it? I think so. Team Money Team? Let me look at it. What is TMT? But there's a stand shirt for? on there for 400 bucks. It's a t shirt with team. like the Money Team on it and it says number 50 on it. And it's like $400. And it's just a t shirt. You're not getting like a gold laced, you know, brassiere. There, sh- there should be um, an asterisk next to that 50. Yeah, the MoneyTeam.com. Okay. First boxing match ever. He's got these shirts, these hats for like 50 bucks. But who buys this? Like, who wears the let's money? Let's, you know, that's what I'm going to ask Google. Who wears TMT gear? We're Googling along. It's the Google Hour here on the podcastles. Nerd 35. Coming at you. And it looks like the coolest kid in the world, Justin Bieber, is wearing a. TMT USA with the money sign through the S. For oh, the yeah. USA. Pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty, buddies. Pretty cool. But I heard, they're actually, friends. I heard Mayweather stopped following him on Twitter and hasn't like, yeah, been returning his out. calls because he's like a complete idiot. Yeah, they, 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 they had a falling out. Business. But he's got the collection on there. You can buy, oh, you can buy his uh, imitation... Uh, what do they call the shorts Leather. they wear when they box? Boxer shorts? Trunks? Yeah, they have trunks for 200 bucks on there, and they look just like something you get at Target. You know, it's not like it's a Valentino suit. Uh, oh, one is, oh, they're sold out, too. I doubt it. It's probably fake. Yeah, exactly. Sold out. Why but would there's you these buy... hats that say... What's that? Why would you buy $200 boxing shorts? Unless you were Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> and, right, and why do you have these? This is like more shameless than the Podcastle really store where I'm like throwing down wrestling shirts 
or punch out shirts, you know, buy the punch out shirts from the podcast. That's the real boxing gear you want to get. Exactly. He has this. Uh, we have a new one right now, Bald Bull in orange, I believe. Oh, yeah. And you can switch the colors on there, too, and customize the font in the back. Go to kingmanproductions.com and buy some money gear. I, you see, I spoofed the money team on the website, though. I made a shirt called The Funny Team, oh, and it's no. the same logo with funny, and I changed the logo to funny. I feel like whatever you've done in the last 10 days, I have, like, barely noticed. I because can of imagine that why. Bitch, because of that bitch. Speaking of that bitch, Irma, last show, yeah. um, I, right in the middle, got lost power. Power completely went out. My entire house was pitch black. Heather was dead asleep. Uh, I ran outside. Uh, half the neighborhood was outside. Well, not half the neighborhood. There was like two people and me. And Still. one of them was my next door neighbor, who I've never met. I've lived here since March. And he looked at me and he said, he said, did you lose power? And I said, yes. He goes, so did I. And it looks like everyone else did as we're looking down the street and it's just all dark. And oh, he, gets a, he gets a call on his cell phone as he's out on the driveway. And I let him talk, and I, you know, I hang out there. I, I get Mac. I let her take a poop, put her back inside. And he gets off the phone, and he proceeds to tell me what happened. Uh, this tree that was, like, like, leaning. Like, it was falling over, but it didn't fall over all the way, kind of on the side of the road. Oh. And then, like, it fell all the way, and, like, I don't know, it pulled a wire, it broke a wire. So it shut down like all of our power and they were like, this wire's gonna, he was like, this wire's gonna take two weeks to fix. That's what he said to me right away. I was like, what do they have to do? Mail it in from... Germany? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Venus? Iceland? I was like, why? And then then he started telling me all these stories because he's like the neighborhood fix-it man. Yeah. Yeah, he's a handy man where it's like, like the kerosene like tank's got, not working. Like, he got a call right away. And I'm like, why did they call you? You know, why did they call you? And then his phone right. just kept ringing. The entire time we talked outside for like two hours, oh, people calling him. So someone it called him and something. was like, yo, you're about to get blown up because a big wire just broke. Shit. So I apologize because we never got to continue the show. Oh, man, no need to apologize. I was worried because uh, I felt really bad for you. I was telling People at work today, I was like, John had to, you know, a, a jump ship to save his, his wife and his, his, his life. High tail. Leave his, leave, his, leave his place and high tail it out of Boynton. Only come back. And, like, the day he's back, the power goes out. And people tell him <laughs> it'll be five days before it's restored. I'm like, that poor guy can get a break. He was like. Oh, bad. He was like, this is going to take two weeks to replace. I was like, why? He's like, it's just Nothing not. It's not. He's replace. like, it was the wrong wire to, to pull up. Oh, please. It doesn't work for Con Edison. Because it didn't... It didn't snap the wire. It, like, pulled the wire out of the ground, and where it pulled it from, where that wire was connected, got affected, like, three other wires. That's basically what happened. So it was, like, a big domino effect. Or web effect. And uh, then he was like, well, now it'll be... He goes, no, 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 it'll be by the end of the weekend. They'll they'll have it done now. Because there's already a a lot of people Mm -hmm. down here. And I was like, okay, good. And then today, it was on at like noon, I think. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. Yeah, that's uh, not what you want to do when you're coming back from Irma. No. And, and, you know, we were going to get into that in the last show a little bit, but remnants of her great majesty storm right. were still lingering. 
It's like, after it's like the girlfriend that, that that is done, but she still like sends you one more fuck you text, yes. and you're like, well, I guess this is the last of it. One more hoorah. Right, like you find that you left something very valuable to yourself in her right. clutches, and you're like, oh no, I gotta go I gotta, back and get it. The family heirloom from 1915. My grandfather, you know, smuggled that over in his lungs. When I did that with uh, my ex. I think Uh-oh, it was that it was it was my Game of Thrones book collection. I oh, left yeah. it there in like her garage. So I just timed it to when she I knew she was going to be out of town. It was like a holiday weekend right. or something, and I made sure one of her roommates were there to like let me in. Oh, snuck in and snuck out of there unscathed. Which when she left out of town, I broke in the house and I took that and China and an Xbox and. No, smart. And a song of ice and fire, complete edition. Ice and fire. That's smart. That's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, you got to get those things back. That's the worst. I yeah, I try to get my ducks in a row. In my younger days, when I was like, well, I got to pull out the troops. So what do I have connected here that I need to shut down and get back? Oh right, like ahead of time. And you always forget one. You always forget one, and you're like, Argh! oh. And always. usually it was something that I could. Usually, thankfully, it was something I could part with, like a. Like a CD or like a movie or something, and I'm like, yeah, it served us well. I'll get right. another one. Bye bye. I think I was in the middle of the uh, of the series of the book series, so I I, I had to get it back. Was, yeah, that's thing you have to get back. I was, I was really wanna... into it, and I was really into the fact that I was into reading all of a sudden in my mid 30s or early 30s. Oh yeah. You know, it was it was quite Smart. a moment. Yeah, it was quite an endeavor. It was a light bulb. Yes, it was a torch. Oh, regular Isaac Asimov. Just let the starry gases of the sky just illuminate the night. Oh, regular Chinaman. Just got those 17th century fireworks going. Stars. Stars are but the pinholes in the curtain of night. Stars are nothing more than the illuminations of your Electrical Tesla minds, Mr. Marty Penny. Twitter! Doot-doot. At the underscore Castle. So, uh, it's a Friday night. What do we have on the du- duckette? Duckette tonight, we got some juicy things going on. Juicy. Uh, I recapped the story on the East Coast privately with Michael last night. So, by the way, when you got kicked off the air from the electricity, Mike and I were still on, and he kept going as if it were a live show. And after, like, literally five minutes, I was like, by the way, John is out of power, and he's the one that records this. So it's just you and I, buddy. So we, like, had, like, a, a, a gay, like, Skype chat. And I was like, I'm going to get another beer. He's like, I'm going to get one, too. So we're in here just talking, looking at each other like losers. Oh, like, just man. hanging out. And there's, like, he, no he way was, to like, record it. No, and he was just lounging back, and I had a beer. Right. Jen's kind of like, what are you doing there? I was like, yeah, just hanging out with Piscardi. Yeah. Okay. So I recapped the story of the East Coast. Just chatting like a bunch of hens. Chatting like a bunch of babies. A bunch of yentas. And I was hoping you'd, you'd come back on kind of thing. Like, I didn't know how severe right. it was, because sometimes, you know, it just comes back on. Yeah. But as as time's lawless hand withered, oh. I know the chances of power recovery were getting dimmer and dimmer. Fuck <sighs> you, Whitman. Damn, dude. So what the hell happened? Uh, it, you know, it's not as crazy as I think I hyped it up to be. Well, I, left, I mean, I'm sure it I left isn't. the Legos out, and somebody stepped on them, and they said, Ow! 
and I felt bad. Now I'm home. It hurts. Uh, but that that that's on the docket tonight. And we also have a winner from uh, sponsor Live Web Media of yes. the raffle. You know, they did that raffle. It was livewebmedia.com slash raffle. And uh, Hell yes. I pulled up the winner, actually. They did this thing where if you submit your name and email uh, to their link, you could get a, a chance to – you could win a free website redesign and uh, a doctor one. Dr. Kevorkian. No. Sounds but it's like a cool. scam. They did that. So it, it was a good way to kind of for them to gauge how many listeners, you know, corroborate with the tactics of the show. Right. And apparently there were a lot. So people were listening because they used this link privately and they only announced it on our show. Yeah. Uh, they, weren't, they weren't really, you know, plugging it all over the place. So Yeah, I didn't um, want to know, but I, I saw I know, it, was, it was a big turnout. I didn't want I don't hate that. I don't like the numbers. I don't right, you're not look at the numbers. Bad. I don't like pay attention bad. to the numbers, but I saw them and I was like, "Whoa, okay." Pretty so. legit, pretty legit, pretty salacious. And the uh, winner went to uh, Viva Shira Burnett, MD. So it was a doctor of sorts that has won the raffle. And apparently, she listens to the show. So thank you, Viva, Viva, La, Viva La Vida Clarko. You know, when I when I. Uh, <laughs> My, I want my official name to be changed to John, Jonathan Daniel Hassinger, DJ. Because I've been doing yeah. radio or podcasting for like 13 years. So that's like equivalent to like 13 years of medical school. So Absolutely. If, if they get the, the MD on the back there, then I'm getting the DJ. Absolutely. It's an official license. Yeah, I think license. that's completely valid. You put the time in. You deserve a little recognition for it and a title. I think so you're an expert. To handle. You know more than most. Yeah. Doctor. I want MC MC. So it's MC. like. MC. Yeah, he's an MC because he raps. And like, but you only did a few Grammar Nazi videos. So you I'll be like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. You control the mic. Mic. Mic control. I control the mic. Mic control. Check one. Break it down. So, congratulations to to her. What was her name? Dr. Shira Burnett. Shira. Viva. Viva Shira Burnett. Viva Shira Burnett. Live Shira Burnett. Shira. He-Man's sister? Girlfriend. I think so. Just as long as it's not Sheila, which is the transvestite term for an Australian or cross-dresser in the 80s and Crocodile Dundee. (laughs) I never understood that. Like, she's a Sheila. And I'm like, kind of a nice name. Kind of a nice name. <laughs> yeah, right. Kind of, I don't mind kind Sheila. Of Sheila. Sheila. Yeah. Sheila. Sheila sounds like her hair's flowing when she's tops yeah. down. Yes. I, I see flowing hair when I when I hear the name Sheila. Yeah, she's dirty flowing. blonde. It, it's sunlight glistening. Cat Stevens playing radio yeah. loud but not too loud because she's still kind of like keeping it keeping it real. Maybe, you know? a, little, maybe a little low uh, Zeppelin. If there is any. Little, little low Zeppelin. She's got a suitcase in the back because she's spending it a weekend at a friend's house in Vegas, but she's not packing too much because she knows she's got everything she's in there and she likes to pack light. So the road takes her. And the bus is here. Yeah. She's great. It's time she's to go. She's really great time. Don't, so don't that's, that's what's going down. That's what's happening tonight. We've got a little sports with John later. Some interesting things to discuss on that topic. Eagles want to know, of course. Little John's just waving the old dick around and the old tip finger. I have that's a great... Uh, list for the uh, for the Sports of John segment. Oh, nice. 
I'm excited, man. I, I'll be honest with you. It feels like a month since we did the show. It was like 16 days. I know. 17 it's, days. It's funny. Longest I wanted, stretch since the wedding. I wanted to see when the uh, the last show was, and I noticed that you dated it wrong. I corrected that tonight. Did you really? Yes, it's 831, not 83. Yes. Okay, that's what it was. Because I was like, I, it scared me. Because I was like, what the fuck? Or was it nine three? No, because nine three, I was already in in the East Coast. Oh, okay. Wow. It might have been eight thirty. Eight thirty one. Eight thirty one. Damn, that's a fuck. That's like over two weeks. I'm Long sorry. The wedding. I'm Not sorry. Your fault. You know, no. thank Irma. Like, I like your cap there. Nice. Ooh, Denver Broncos man. A regular tile tooth Elway in the house. Ooh, not Denver Broncos at all. <laughs> Serious miscalculation. Ah, Razorbacks. Yes. To yes. the uh, shout out to the the headquarters. I got in uh, Little Rock. I got. Um, I, I found out during this whole hurricane madness that I did. I say this uh, earlier. I get five. No. I get five days natural disaster PTO or oh act my of gosh. God PTO. Wow. So I didn't lose any money. Thank God. Over the place. Yeah, no one can. No one should be dock and pay for I was trying just to save your life. <laughs> I was just gonna say, isn't that like assumed? There's uh, w- w- what is this? Russia? Yeah, yeah. This natural disaster knocked down my house. I was out for seven days. Yeah. We're only paying you for four. Right. Like what the hell? Right. If that happens, that that place would deserve to have a natural disaster knock them them down. That's awful. That's kind of scary. They do that though, because that's the state of the the world we live in, and you know. They're just going to keep coming. and What's going on? With, are there any hurricanes on the bre- brewing on the horizon right now? They're saying that uh, Hoa- Jose, no way Jose, is, oh, uh, heritage, is kind of curving north by northeast, but still going oh. straight like into the northeast. Like Who's we that? could have another, um, what was the one that hit the Jersey Shore? Wendy? Wendy. Sandy. Sandy. I hope not. I hope Jose kind of just the winds come in like a leaf blower. How are we doing it, heck? No way. Trump won't let Jose in. To be completely fair, there's, there's evil on both sides. Jose Roger. was provoked. We're going to build a wall, big hurricane wall. We're going to make Cartier pay for it. Put All a right. little uh, tiny door on it to let nice hurricanes in. Ta-da. Ta-da. I was on the East Coast and I saw my godson's football game. And it reminded me of the younger Romans days. It oh. lit up some nostalgia fear. And it was a uh, nostalgia feeling. And it was early September and kind of chilly at night. I had a sweatshirt on. Oh, so it crisp. Was like, it, it, was like, it was crisp football weather. And Eagles <sighs> just started that weekend. Oh. And it was, just, it was exciting. And it reminded me of the old days. And I had on my phone a picture of us. And I sent you of you, me, Lang, and Judge on the oh, field yeah. at Veterans Stadium. Yes. And I was passing that around. And my cousin Andrew, or my god uh, nephew Andrew that came out. Danielson. I don't know what that is. Sanglamani? Sanglamani. He plays football, too, and he's yes. big now. You know. Oh, yeah. I see their pictures, and man. They they look dedicated. They look dedicated, and they were talking That's about awesome. the, the hurricane. And I was like, Florida hasn't been hit with this hurricane since Hurricane U, because his name is Andrew. Uh... And the reference was very misshot. I thought that would have been like, ah! And it was kind of like, ha! Ah! And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm sorry. Mm. I'm really so then I saved it, saved another joke. But yeah, man, it's wild. Wild. Yeah. I was uh, I was missing. Well, what I noticed in Georgia that I miss here in Florida, and I don't know if you have them there, but our 
the beautiful majestic beasts of the uh, of the forest, the deer, oh. the yellow-tailed no. deer. Yes, we do have them here, but they're rarely seen in Los Angeles. But I have seen them in the canyons. They're usually they're only in the Keys here, which are gone now. So I guess I don't know where they are now. Well, they survived actually. The deer key deer. They did. Yeah, I read an article. They don't know how they did it, but they like survived. Because they survived Andrew, and they survived millions before, probably, that we weren't even here for. Yeah, they must just hunker down somewhere. That is bitches. That is bitches. Yeah, man. That is bitches. There was people that left their dogs and cats tied up, bad as bitches, during the, during the hurricane. Oh. And they're being charged. A lot of them are being charged with animal cruelty, as they should. But how do you do that? How do you tie up your dog? It's like, good luck, buddy. You I mean, should. You gotta be. You got to have a really special... Chip on your shoulder to be that kind of piece of shit to leave an animal to die. If you, I mean, truly. If you are able to let an animal, to tie up an animal, in outside or inside, you should then, then then you're capable of anything evil, and you should just become pink mist on a highway. Yeah, pink slime. Tractor trailer like Jack's Teller. Spoiler alert. Yeah, watch out. Come join the murder. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if you're that sick, I mean, that's like... There's something wrong with you, It's like evil villain sick. So you should be gone. Even evil villains have, like, the one token pet that they adore. Like the cat that they're stroking. Like Dr. Evil or Claw from Inspector Gadget. Yes! Even, like, the true evil... Unless you're a serial killer. But even, like, the true evil villains have, like... You know, Jafar had the bird. Yes. They all have, like, the token pet that they love. Iago. Yeah, what was his name? Iago. 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 Jabba the Hutt had uh, that little salacious. Court yeah, ja- a little jester. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of sinister. It made those little, little juicy faces. He was a court Don Corleone had the cat. I'm gonna make fun of He's petting that little stray tabby cat. What else? Who else? Cutting great, edge. Great villain pets. Yeah, great villain pets. You had. Um, it's a shame Catwoman didn't have like one signature cat. There was always like just a bunch. There was always just a bunch. Yeah, it, was just, it was just all of them. Every cat the in the pe- city. The penguin had those little finch birds in it, which is kind of weird for him, but remember he had those little birds, those little finches? Yeah, but he didn't have like a signature pet. No. Damn it. Jafar comes to mind. Claw, Inspector Gadget. Dr. Evil had Mr. Bagglesworth. Mr. Bagglesworth. And, uh, people die! People die? I'm very badly burned. Can you please let me down? Starting to smell gangrenous. You shot me right in the arm. Oh, my God uh, damn it. Yeah. Is Biscardi on here? But I think Biscardi is not on here. Oh, 9.42, he said. I. Oh, that was yesterday. Never mind. I think it's a it's a nerd thirty five tonight. Um, I know. I just didn't want to make sure we uh, we missed them, um, dude. So <laughs> next weekend, oh, no, it's, I already have overshadow. I already have something planned. Like I've had this planned for a while, and I'm actually really excited for it. But now, after this Irma shit, gone for an Cancel entire it. week. 27 hours in a car. And the weekend after, next weekend, I have to fly up to Philly for Heather's baby shower. 
Oh no! For the love of Uncle Scott, I'm gonna Dad. be. I'm gonna be so much older in the next it's three weeks. It's a shame that Fort Lauderdale Airport and Palm Beach Airport are closed because of thermal damage. It's a real shame that you can't make it in there. Well, well here's what I'm doing. No, this that's a, it's a tough stretch. Here's what I'm doing next weekend. All right, slice me. Heather's stepdad and mother and their camper, myself, and my stepbrother-in-law, Michael, who was the kid in the T-Rex costume at our wedding. Oh, yeah, great guy. The four of us are going camping. Camping? Yes. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I know. It is, and I think it will be. Not for me. My idea of roughing it is staying at a Sheraton. How the fuck are we doing in here, Vanilla Pines? No, but you know what? I really do like being yeah. outside because it's oh, really it's awesome. like it forces it can you can you can win if it's a bad crowd with a book, and you finally get that time yeah. to read whatever book you just can never get to, but you're outside, so it's it like it. oh, I'm just gonna sit down and no one bother me. Yep, you're enjoying the, 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 the fruits of the Lord's wonder of creation, isolated without Majesty the attachments of, of, exactly, without work, without electronics. You can just be yourself and live. That's kind of cool, though, but where are you going camping? Where's the, is it like a, is it in Florida? I don't remember. Oh, it is in Florida, but I, I don't remember exactly where it is. But my but Mike sent me uh, pictures and it looks awesome and him and i are basically going to be like kayaking and like rock climbing all day oh that's fun man yeah so and then drinking at night and it'll go by like that that's fun plus you always get that great sleep when you're outdoors all day doing yeah outdoorsy things like when you're at the beach swimming or you're like climbing or you're you know you're just outside doing things in nature it like gives you that extra sleep where you're like I had a good day in this good, good land. And then your head, you go down and says your head hits the pillow. I remember some of my very last... Without the head grenade. My last day of... My last and only day of football camp at Lansdale Catholic. Summer camp, like before school started. It was like an all-day practice, basically. Oh. Oh, my gosh, dude. Those those sleeps, you were just like a dead body. It was oh, so You just couldn't painful. wait to hit it. Everything just shut down. You know, except your heart, because that's not good. But everything, you just went down like a limp noodle. Like, <laughs> the back. Girl, like a dead hooker. What? Like a dead hooker from, from, from your trunk. What? What? What were we talking about? I, I used that excuse in college, too, when I was late. I'm like, sorry, I'm late. Apparently, it's illegal to drive around with a dead hooker in your trunk. And then it got laughter, and I was like, no, no, I'm kidding. But now that we're on the good side, we can forgive this tardiness for the fourth day in a row. You're like, no, 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 I'm just kidding. She's not dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or another thing I did too was uh, I wait till people would walk by and I pretend I was on the phone and I would say real loud when I knew they were in your shot I'd go yeah so I says to the officer but she told me she was 18 you know just, just to wait until <sighs> I used to do that in an Did ele- in an ele- well a version of that but in an elevator it's actually a, it's, it's a Hitchcock thing that he used to do as Ooh. soon as as soon as you, you're okay so say you're, you and I are in an elevator yeah. And we're on like the 10th floor and we're going down and it stops at the 8th floor. Somebody gets right. on. As yeah. someone as the door would be opening for that person to get on, you start talking to your friend. There's blood on the wall. 
There's there's blood on oh, the floor. Oh gosh. There's blood just in, in on the door, and it's dripping from the door. There's a there's an arm there, and the elevator's oh, going gosh. down. Elevator's going down, and you just say there's blood everywhere, and he's laying there. And as the elevator gets to the bottom floor and like you know hits the ground, you go. And then he sits up and he looks at me, and the doors are opening. Ding. And he says, and everyone n- n- doesn't get off the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> sit and wait. <laughs> That's genius. Isn't that amazing? That's brilliant. Dude, it's funny you said that. I, I, I never pulled anything that epic off. It's really hard. But to my do. friend Vince and I did have a similar thing where we would do the same scenario, but we didn't like time it to where we'd make them wait. But we would say, so we're driving down the road, it's crazy, and then all of a sudden this old lady comes out of the road, slam on the brakes. This asshole, drunk as hell, takes my leg, slams it back on the gas pedal, blood everywhere. <laughs> You know, and yeah. then and then you wait till they look at you, and then you're like, no, no, we're we're, we're good people. We're just like a people. crazy car wreck. Like you could be like, you know, it's almost like an aristocrat. They would talk thing. about that openly anyway. You're like, they're full of shit. Well, he waved me to come out, so I I I poked out and I tried to cross traffic, and here comes a giant tractor trailer <laughs> right at me, hits me straight on. I helicopter in the air <laughs> into a helicopter that was in the air. <laughs> Air. And that crashed to another helicopter that was landing from the air. I love helicopter. I helicoptered in the air. Yeah. Oh, helicopter. Like an elaborate, you know, it's like a scene from Fast and Furious. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, you know, a bird with an Uzi in its mouth flew over me and dropped it. And I caught it just in time with a life raft, kicked him in the head, blew up the ship, jumped off, picked up a girl, and got laid. Do you want to take a quick quick break? The best example of that. Is the uh, is Peter Griffin and the chicken? Oh, it's, the twenty minute long fight. It, yeah, it just keeps going, and like that's that's what you could do with a fight. You could just keep smashing into to anything yeah. and everything. <laughs> the yeah, whole world. just keep making it bigger and bigger. Right. YouTube that too. That's funny. I know. Oh, um, I wanted to give a shout out to this comedian that Heather and I listened to on the ride home. She's really really funny. Oh, she was so funny actually, making fun of dog people and. Oh, uh, nice. What was this, like a serious station? No, it was, on, it was on uh, Netflix. I downloaded her special on Netflix, and then we just listened to it. Chelsea Peretti. Oh, nice. Chelsea Peretti. Chelsea Peretti. Yeah, that She's name. actually That's on cool. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and she writes for SNL. Funny gal. Funny Fun gal. chick. Funny broad. Funny uh, chick. Delicious. Delicious. Tremendous. Scrumptious. Need a sip. Twitter. At the underscore podcastle and on Snapchat, Nerd35, we will return abruptly, correctly, and precisely after this. Check this out, podcast listeners. LiveWeb Media at livewebmedia.com are offering a one time discount of $250 off on their services. LiveWeb Media has been designing custom websites for over 19 years. Tremendous portfolio. Request some pricing today at livewebmedia.com, or you can call them directly at 1-855-LIVE-WEB. We've used them, John's used them, and a lot of our friends have used them, and their businesses have never been better. Check out livewebmedia.com today. Custom web and market. Like, stop. 
Bathroom pranks. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and pick up the cheese. The cheese. And the Maybe we can find a clip. We should go to the, the bottom of the ocean more. There's things under there that we haven't even touched. Then there's nothing historical about you that I think is important other than you're just the bad guy. If you lose your zest for the spoken word. And we're back. Dr. Linus. It's a lost a name of a lost episode. It's uh, season six, I believe. I don't know. I just googled it. And it's season the, six. It's that a, was 2017's version of Odor. Great, great episode. Actually, it's like one of my Phenomenal. favorites. It's one of the best. Before we get into sports with John, John, John mention a uh, couple things. One is uh, you mentioned earlier, John, John, John. Harry Dean Stanton, Stanton died today. Oh, yeah. He was a good actor, man. He was in a lot of films. He's a great character actor. You've seen him. You've seen him in things. He was an alien. Godfather 2. Uh, he was in uh, Christine. Um, Christine. Yeah, he was one of the guys in Christine. He's, he's one of those faces you instantly recognize and you go on. He's in a yes. lot of stuff. Um, so good character actor they are. He was and, in... Um, wow, man. He's been doing movies since 1956. The Wrong Man. That was his debut. Voice in the Mirror. How the West Was Won. Ride in the Will and In the Heat of the Night, A Time for Killing, Good Cool play. Hand Luke, The Rebel Rouses. 91 years old. I mean, he's had a colorful career, you know, so rest in peace. It's uh, sad to have lost that. We also lost um, Frank Vincent from, uh, you know, Goodfellas, The Sopranos, Gotti, Raging Bull, uh, a lot of uh, mafia films and shows. Yes. Great actor. He played... Uh, Probably most familiar in Goodfellas is Billy Bats and um, in The Sopranos as uh, Phil Leotardo. Leotardo. One of my favorite scenes in any so Sopranos episode. It's, I think, after the guy, the head, the, the boss of New York. Is that who it was? Yeah, it was one of the families. It was uh, John. John. Um, uh, Sack. Sack. Johnny, Johnny Sack. Sacrimony. Johnny Sack. Yeah, Johnny Sack. John he Sacrimony. Died. He died. And they had his picture at this like local bar where they have funerals. They had his picture added to the many godfathers oh, the, who have the died. Dead guys. Yeah. And he's sitting there and he's no more Bucci. No more. And in the background they're playing that weird music and then it skips over to Christopher's baby getting baptized and it's like oh And the tension's building because you know yes. there's a mob war on the horizon and Yes. You're a man, Phil. No more of this Bucci. No more this. That's saying a lot these days. Um, that's a great scene too. When um, they're talking about, you know, everything that happens. Like my cousin, I can't even say his name. Tony Soprano's cousin, piece of shit, murdered Billy. What do I do? Nothing. My weakness. You're a man, Phil. That's saying a lot these days. He was a great actor. He was in a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. And uh, very cool. And he always he had always had a full head of hair. He had like a Kennedy thing going on. He was like always like thick, full hair until like his eighties. He's always got that like kind of De Niro, kind of like always kind of squinting, like mean, like kind of very small forehead. What's his name again? Frank. 
Frank Vincent. Frank Vincent, I mean. Good build-up music. Love that music. He has one of the smallest foreheads in the world. If yeah. You look at a picture of him from Sopranos. His eyebrows are almost touching the uh, hairline. Right. Yeah, really small forehead. It's interesting. Cool shadow. It is interesting. Rest in peace. Frank, this yep. is, is sexual. Harry Dean Stanton. Also sexual. Hey, did you watch the Patriots-Chiefs game last Thursday? I did. That was a great game, man. Couldn't believe it. I was glued to the edge of my dick. I was down at the parents' house basement playing ping pong, drinking beer, maybe too much beer. But then when I saw the Chiefs go down and then pow, they got right back up. He'll fill that one in the morning. I uh, I couldn't believe it because at halftime it was 17-14 Thursday night. And that was around like 11.30-ish, maybe even midnight. And I was like, I got to I gotta tucker it in. I got I to gotta, I gotta shut it down. Tomorrow's Friday, big day. Got to close out the week. Got to close out the week. Big day. Got to do it. Exciting game though. It was the first game of the, the season. It was a, it was a great. I'm so pissed. Great I went to bed. Mark Wahlberg and it was exciting, man. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he gave the he announced the Patriots coming out in the field. And then they got their stupid Boston, they got their Boston sacks bashed in. Well, uh, for the first time, the Patriots kind of show that it, uh, it losing an offensive weapon other than Tom Brady can affect them because they lost. Yeah. Who is it? Julian Edelman, their top guy. He's out. Yeah. He's out for this season, and uh, it, it it appeared, and they were not ready for this that rookie Hunt. No. Hunt. No, certainly not. And uh, he was good too. Hunt was was amazing because he fumbled on his first play, but then his first play in a major game in his first professional debut, oh, he fumbled he the ball, huh. and then he redeemed himself. He's like, well, that can't happen, and then he tore it up. Scrambled um, all over their asses. He broke some sort of rookie record. Incredible. Andy Reid was out there flapping his gums like a cheesesteak. That doesn't make sense. Speaking of Andy Reid. Yeah. Oh, damn. Breaking news. Not Nothing to do with Andy Reid. The tribe's epic winning streak comes to an end. Oh, no. Lorenzo Cain's RBI single in the sixth inning proved to be the winner as the Royals handed the Indians their first loss since August 23rd, snapping their win streak at 22. Oh, oh man. The tribe, man. They were on fire. Well, it's all right. You got to recharge the batteries once in a while. Maybe this is good. Maybe this is that little jab to the ribs. <laughs> taste yeah, your blood. Taste your blood. Get a little... Little Apollo Creed punch light just to get your momentum back on spiral. Don't want to go on cruise control too long. Dangerous. You don't want to go on coast. But like we said, speaking of Andy Reid, the Chiefs, we head, the Eagles, head to Arrowhead Stadium this weekend. I know. Which scares me, because A, Arrowhead is a bitch to play in. It's proven over and over. It is rough. It gets really loud. Marty Schottenheimer-like. Number two, Andy Reid has had since Thursday to game plan almost two weeks. Well, Mm. like ten days. Extra time. Remember his record on by after bye weeks. Yep. He was like phenomenal. Seventeen and zero. Yep. He's he's a planner. You give him the time. You give him the tools. He'll run you down like a previa. And the play calling last week against the uh, Redskins 
was a little kumsi kumsa, asi asi. Kirk Cousins. Moo moo moo. A little matumbo tumbo. Kind of matumbo. It was kind of boring. Yeah, it was like a, it was a little minute ball esque. Those, those passes to the side, swatting Ugh. arms like slappies, slappy. It was white. a little sloppy. It was sloppy and slappy. Patriots. Yeah. Speaking of Patriots, Hightower and Amendola out versus the Saints. They played the Saints this weekend. Um, the Bengals, after their 2-0 start and zero touchdowns scored in two games, fire Dampizi. Ken Dam- Zampizi. Zampizi. Excuse me. Ken Zampizi. Zampizi. So that's uh, they're shaking, man. The Bengals are in deep shit. Because yeah, it's easy, easy like Zampezi. Dalton. Yeah. The redheaded rifle, the quarterback, Andy Dalton. Not getting it done, that. Not cutting not it. He's just done. not cutting it, John. It's like having a chubby when you need a fully. It's not getting the job done. <laughs> Might have to bring in some tools from the second drawer. What? Which when you need a pin. Yeah, he's not. You need a, a pimp and a shot in your cot. Yeah, he's not getting done. And um, tell you what, man. Go ahead. I think they gotta fire uh, their headquarter, their head coach. The, you know, the head guy there. Who is that there? Who in Cincinnati? Yeah, who's their coach? Um, drawing a complete, complete man fuck. It's a bottle. It's so bad. It's my brain's like a bottle. Over. I don't know, but they, they that could be a good move. Although, I never agree with firing a coach this early on. I Halfway, know. yes. But it's like, yeah, come on. It reminds you, me of You want to re-strategize? reminds me of when the Cavs fired, uh, I forget the guy's oh, right. name. But he, now yeah. he's, he's the assistant coach for the Warriors, world champion assistant coach. Can't remember his name, Mike Brown. They fired him like five games into the season. I was like, yeah. uh... Maybe it was the Lakers who did that. I can't remember, but don't you think it it's a bad? Like, yeah, it did happen. I think it was the, La- it was the a Lakers. Good, a good dude. But do you remember when they um right they when they do that though when they when they can a coach like two games in the I feel like to re-strategize that early is is not you know it's like having a bad first day at work. You're not gonna get fired. You tough right. it out a little bit. If it's six games in, all right. Right. But, like give it a chance to breathe. This this guy like be what you need, and then they'll say later on. We had a horrible first start, but look what they did, you know? And, you know, uh, Be patient. There, there's like five teams that have won a Super Bowl that started off 0-2. So oh, like, really? Yeah, like exactly I believe like it. you're saying. Like, let them work out their kinks now. They, they can still – they still got this. They're in a weak right. division. The Ravens suck. The Browns suck. The Steelers – Steelers could win the Super Bowl. That is my early pick right now, by the way. Just a, just a moonwalk sidestep here like Barry Allen. Well, you heard here on Sports with John John, the Steelers are a pick for the Super Bowl here in early August. Barring injury. September. Uh, autumn. Mid. Yeah, autumn. Speaking of September, mid-September, this yeah. is Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, right. You know, it spans from... I didn't know that was it. It spans from September 15th to October 15th. Oh, it's interesting. A, it's a it's month like... in time. Oh, interesting. Not an actual month itself. The crossing over months, like the crossover of the borders. How we doing it, Albuquerque? Speaking of crossover, in, 
in the majors, like we said, Royals and Indians, 22-game winning streak. Uh, and the Red Sox find in sign-stealing flap, New York docked. Uh, I saw that. Not their fault. Maybe some bad fans, but I mean, I guess you can't set a trend. They don't want this to be a thing. So they're like, nah, find the team so they keep their house in order for TV. That's really what it boils down to. If you don't know what it is, there's a bunch of fans in in Boston that hung a sign that said uh, baseball is as old as racism or something like that. and, And, you know, people weren't having it. Did you see that sign hanging? Wait, what did it say? It said something like racism is as old as baseball or some, no, something ready? like that. It said racism is an American baseball. Is as American as baseball? No, is an American baseball. Oh, did it? Yes. Oh. Let me, let me I don't go- understand that at all. Let me Google it right here, but I think that's what it is. I hope I'm not right because I'm a fucking retard. Fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. What did I do? Why did I do? I'm so stupid. Hit me. Yeah, it was dumb. I guess the umpire made the call, too, to, to remove the sign. The third base ump was like, get it out of here. That's a dumb sign to have anyway. I mean, Boston is the most racist team in baseball, though. That's no doubt. They were the last to go to conform to segregation, get rid of segregation, and they've been known. I mean, the guy from the uh, Orioles was called the N-word at, at their games from the fans. I mean, those, the Irish aren't known for their fondness of the, of the African-Americans. Oh, I know. Look at them. They're as white as possible. So they're going to be racist. Uh, the banner hung as, wrong, as of course, I was wrong. Uh, you, what you thought I said was right. Racism is as American as baseball. Well, guess yeah, what? I don't get it. Because all the different races came over here at once. So, of course, it is. But what, yeah. does, what is your point at a baseball game? Right. Like, why, do you make that, why do you make that comparison? And stop making baseball political or any sport. You're there because it's it's a sport. It's entertainment. It's athleticism at its finest and competition and competitive sports. Don't make it – don't do a Kaepernick thing, you know, who, by the way, still can't find a job. And stop trying to defend yourself, Boston. You know you're the most racist. Just get over it. Sorry. <laughs> right, right. They really are. <laughs> I mean, obviously not everybody, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. You would, you would think the – I think the highest – concentrated amount of racists are in Boston. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. I would have thought it was more progressive, but I guess when you look at the blue-collar town of Irish Americans, you know, that wouldn't fly in Philadelphia, city of brotherly love. Major, um... Say that, you get your ass kicked. Major, seg- major uh, tangent here, real quick. Speaking of all this dumb racist stuff. Yeah. Coon- Coons and I were talking about Lincoln, and he said, that uh, Lincoln didn't really even have a plan after the Civil War and, and the end of slavery. He, yeah. He really was just like, well, yeah, we'll just let them, like, go back to Africa. Yeah, he wanted to send them to Haiti. And and since he died, like, right afterwards, the other guy who took over, whoever the VP was that took over, That's was Jackson. like was like a Southern uh, sympathizer. He was a Southern Dixocrat so sympathizer like, named Johnson. Let's keep him over here. And they'll be free. And he's like, yeah. and we are still doing that today. It's yep. like, what the fuck? That's so crazy. Like, all that Lincoln did, the, the, the real thing is that, like, it didn't really get accomplished. Like, whatever he saw, it didn't right. happen. He wanted to send, you know, allow them to go to Haiti <sighs> to have their own country. Right. 
and uh, country, you know, by the way. what's that? Beautiful country, by the way. Beautiful country, very Latin Dominican. And if we would have let them go over there and kind of like start their own thing, and boom, bam. Yeah, but that didn't happen. No, boom, bam, thank you, bam, boop, boop, boom, bam, goes the dynamite. And, and suppress them. That just sucks. It's just. The and worst. Johnson was impeached too. We gotta bring this up for the next time, Mister oh, Mister Bob's back on the show. He's, he's great. Man. He's out of town uh, this weekend. But he said anytime Sunday or next week he would love to come on. Uh, he's got like a whole thing planned about I think. Oh, uh, McClellan. Oh yeah, George McClellan. Oh yes, that, lost the Civil War. A that, lot of that lot of lives over that, some some hesitation. Hesitation never hesitates. You That's why you lost. Hesitate. You must never hesitate. Yeah, I'd be really interested to have Bob on, and I'm a big history buff. I know you are too. No, I'm and not, Bob, but I'm, I'm wanting to become one. I'm trying to become one through YouTube. It's, it's exciting, man. History is like watching movies, reading movies that are, that really happened. And uh, there's a fascinating things. Art is strange. What is it? Life is stranger than fiction. Truth is stranger than fiction. And there's just amazing stories out there. Isn't that true? Because life doesn't have like a wrapped up ending. All the fiction does. Right, yeah. It's, just, it's perpetual. It's perpetual like, uh, like leaving the begolin too long. Is perpetual sometimes here. Oh, Standings in the fake league. Indians have a playoff uh, berth clinched already at 91 and 57 mm-hmm. at the top in the American League. Houston Astros, Red Sox, Yankees, Twins, Angels, Mariners round out the top teams there, all vying for playoff spots in the National League. Birds. Dodgers and Nats already clinched playoff spots. Dodgers at oh, the yeah. top, 95 and 52. Dodgers, although three of their last no three and seven over their last ten have won three in a row. Diamondbacks, Cubs, Rockies, Brewers, Cards, Marlins, Pirates, but the Marlins, I believe, have no chance. That crazy division, man! Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs—they're always just banging their heads together. It is wild. It's very competitive. It's exciting to watch and to see how it unfolds. Actually, oh no! Wait a minute. Wait a tick. Ooh, oh, right now, currently five to five, sweet. live from Trop Field in Tampa. Red Sox Rays tied five to five. Oh, what inning? Bottom ten. Oh wow! One man. Extra on. innings. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's getting wild there. Rays are seventy-two and seventy-five. So poop scoops. Yeah, doesn't matter. And over, because yes, that's right. There is not one but two football segments with sports with John. Sports with John. John. College football. Now, I could just give you the standings. I could give you the top five. Would love it. Can't they just give me all the ranks? Just have that, my life. Some bitches. Rankings. Here we go. Sorry about that. A little uh, delay here. Alabama currently Alabama. ranked number one, two and zero. Oh. Crimson Tide. Number two after defeating Ohio State. Oklahoma jumps three to number two. Ooh, Buckeye State, the Sooners. World champions, the Tigers of Clemson. Mm, pause. At number three. Mm, Hispanic month. 
the condom-wearing Trojans of USC. Ooh, bad ghetto. Number quattro. The Nittany Lions of State College, Pennsylvania. Penn State University. Number cinco. In some circles known as Pumas or Cougars. Washington, Michigan, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, and Wisconsin round out the top ten. Florida State at 11. Miami, 17. And UCLA, 25. Oh, Bruins, no one knows that is. And that. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's having, a, he's having a spell. Dad's having a spell. Turn the, oh, turn the Golden Girls off. It gets him excited. Whenever somebody coughs, just his sister having a spell. They're like, no, I'm just putting another one pipe. Like he's having a spell. Make it seem like it's a mental thing. <laughs> a spell, yeah, or like, yeah. A, or like a myth, you know, like a magic thing. Like, oh, he's yeah, having, yeah. Oh, he's having a spell. He's gonna, gonna turn levitate. Into a frog. Watch out! The dog to turn into a frog. Get him some water. Get him some water. Get him some fucking water. Love the clips too, by the way. But what was that? Before we end. Oh no. The top no. twenty-five. Real We're quick. early. We got ten more minutes. We're getting paid, motherfuckers. Top twenty-five. Greatest hitters in MLB history. Real quick. Everybody's I'm excited gonna, for this. I really am. Join in. Everyone, everyone can join in because a lot of these guys are still alive. Some of them dead. And it's going to be interesting to see where they put them all. At number 25 right now. And this guy will most likely move up the list. Pennsylvania's own Michael Trout. Yep. Definitely. He's a monster. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. He's consistent. Number 24. Steroids or not, Alex Rodriguez could hit the ball. Certainly. Number 23. Shoeless. Ooh. Joe Jackson. The 1917 World Series. Who played for the Black Sox. He batted 356 while collecting 1,700 hits, including sensational rookie year in which he hit 408. Incredible. He should also be before being banned from baseball due to his part in the Black Sox scandal. I forget what that was. They were losing on purpose? Yeah, it was like a gambling thing. It was like the Pete Rose of the early 20th century. Oh, see, just keep them in two. It's cool. They're like the villains. They're like the heels. They still played, and they still played great. It doesn't matter what they did, you nerds. I agree. I agree. Numero 22. Still playing right now. Albert Pujols. Yeah, Pujols. Hold on a second. Definitely, definitely a, a, one of the best. Hold on a second. I li- yeah, take your time. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Well, these lists are cool, too, because uh, I like when they include what's fascinating about baseball in these lists is you have guys that Damn have played man. literally 100 years ago, and then you have ones that are still playing, and it shows you the longevity of baseball and how interesting it is to have such a, a, a wide range of, of decades that these guys can still compete with people 100 years ago yeah. you know it's not like uh, it's a you know it's America's pastime it's incredible that's timeless truly it's, it's I think Ted Williams is still the best I think the best it's thing phenomenal. about baseball is because it's the hardest one to be good at percentage it's, and it's scary absolutely it's you scary know? how quickly um, you can get in the slumps oh, and yeah. not hit the ball you can have these guys great and that does something to your mind you know, yeah. when you're hitting great, and all of a sudden you have like eight games out of the hit. And you're like, maybe yeah. I'll get canned, even though I was great a month ago, just because things aren't matching up. And then you go in slumps. It's just, it's if a scary in, sport. If you're in a tough racist town and they boo you, like Boston, and then you can get really upset. 
Right. But, um, I mean, I think before Mike Trout, I thought Pujols was the best hitter I've ever watched. He just too. every year yeah. was just I a consistent, he was great. and he was even good when the Angels won the World Series. Uh, or I mean, not the Angels, the the uh, Cardinals. He's no Carlos Beltran, but he, no. he's definitely good. <laughs> he was instrumental. And it's just a shame that he's on the crappy Angels now, riding out his probably overpaid contract. Number 21, Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera. Miguel is uh, young still. Uh, He's been playing for, what, 12 years? He has one of the best current hitters in today's game. Firmly has his place amongst the best hitters ever. His triple crown in 2012 made him the first player to accomplish it in 45 seasons. Well, he hit 330 with 44 home runs and 139 RBIs. Uh, so it doesn't say how long he's been doing it, but uh, he's well on his he's way to finish his career with 3,000 plus, 3, plus hits, 500 plus home runs, and plus, wow. possibly 2,000 RBI. Does Pete Rose still have the most hits of all time? Yes, nobody ever will ever come close. What does he have? Like 4,000. Oh, uh, yeah, no. That's... Like um, Suzuki, or uh, what the, Ichiro? Yeah, Ichiro from Seattle. He has like 3,000. He like just got 3,000, though, and he's been playing for like 20 years. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, you're not coming close. So great. So great. But don't put him in the Hall of Fame, because that's not you know, an accomplishment or anything to get 4,000 hits. I mean, other than a home run, it's the, most, it's the other most important thing in baseball, hits. Truly. It might even be more important than home runs. Don't get me started on Pete Rose. But the thing is, Ichiro played in Japan and had like over a thousand there. But that doesn't count. Different rules. Doesn't squash the potato. Top three hitters of all time? Yeah. Pete Rose, 4,256. Number two, take a guess. Ted Williams. Nope. Mickey Mantle. Nope. Do I get another guess, or is this game over? No, keep guessing. Ty Cobb. Bingo, I knew you there would you get go. it. There you go. 4,189. And number three, God, this guy was just, like, so good. Number three. He's, like, number three in the two most important categories, hits and home runs. Willie Mays. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not number three in home runs. He's two. Hank. Hammerin. Hank. Ah. Aaron. 3,771. Nah. Let's go back. Number 20. Greatest hitters of all time. Ken Griffey Jr. Nor. Yes. Always wanted him to have a, have a ring. Never did. And it's a shame because he, uh, he at one time, he batted like 303 lifetime average. That was his lifetime average for like the first six years of his career. Then he just kept getting injured. So his no. lifetime average is now 284. But then he did that stint for the uh, Reds for a while. Yeah. Where, you know, he just wanted to play, but it was like kind of a shadow, a shell. He looked, a little, self. looked a little chubby. I used to love watching Ken Griffey Jr. He was a cool player. I, I bought a Mariners cap back in uh, the 90s when we played, you know, wiffle ball at St. Jude with the newspapers because I, I just thought he was so cool. Which my brother sold last year for twenty bucks at a party. I'll kill him. I was a little pissed. I need to. Uh, okay. I need to get the all the all blue 
King Griffey Jr. Seattle Mariner oh, fitted hat. So cool. Just the all navy. Because, dude, he was the first guy to, like, turn his hat around. It was, like, the early 90s. Right, yeah. He put his hat on backwards. It looked so cool. And he just, he won that home run derby. So it was, like, yeah. I just thought that, that's when I cool, truly man. fell in love with fitted hats. I was like, oh, they look so sweet on backwards, even. Because you know it's that baseball logo. Yeah, makes it look sweet. Now, I don't know this guy, but they called him the Beast. Number 19, Jimmy Fox. Jimmy. No, I don't know either. Jimmy, Jimmy Fox. Fox. Was he an older player? Played with the like Phillies. Like from an older decade? Phillies, Red Sox. Um, yes, long time ago. Uh, Catfish Hunter. Can't find the year, but the picture's black and white. So, okay. and, I, and I think they say he played for the Phillies, but I think he played for the Philadelphia Athletics. Oh, there you go. Yep. By default. They're like, oh, the Phillies. Yeah, because on his hat, on the guy's hat, the picture they used, his hat is an A. Oh, gosh. Back of the Baker Bowl with Montgomery. This is a a link my dad sent me over Facebook Messenger. Love his links. He sent me a link to give him money. (laughs) I don't understand it, so I did. What? Number 18. The great Frank Robinson. Ah, Frank R. He won the MVP in the NLN Fake League. Lethal bat power. Lethal. Tenth, tenth all time with 586 home runs. Wow. Top Impressive. 10. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Top That's 10. pretty sweet. Top 10. Okay. Yeah. yeah you should be in the top good. 20 then. Agreed. Number 17. Jolton Joe. The Yankee Clipper. Oh, it's Pinterest. DiMaggio. This is insane. That his numbers, if you look at his numbers, guy. I know this is the most exhilarating and exciting segment of not only Sports of John, but of the whole podcast. No, it is, of course. It is good. When we discuss like- Hall of Fame numbers. <laughs> no, people like it. It is interesting to know. You bring it up, you'll remember it. Yeah, I you agree. Know? One of the I retain, known... I retain the sports information. It's 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 good to know. You bring it up. It's a conversation starter. Conversation haver. Conversation conversation. Conversation wanger. Conversation manipulation. One of the better known names in baseball, Joe DiMaggio, managed to put up excellent numbers in his 13 seasons. The Yankee Clipper hit 325 for the Yankees, while totaling 2,214 hits and 361 home runs. Uh, at the time of his retirement, DiMaggio ranked fifth in career home runs and sixth in career slugging percentage with a 579 mark. Oh, and he also posted a 50-game hit streak, which has yet to ever be broken. And I hope it never does, because that's incredible. Doesn't it make a party a little sad when they break some streak of some guy like 40 years ago, and you're like, no, good for them, it's exciting, we're watching history, but... You know, Damn. Joe DeMet, like somebody, you know, they, they were a staple for so long, like Hank Aaron, and then and Guire broke it for that time, and you're like, yeah. One of my uh, one of my buddies, like, growing up, he was really, like, Rye's friend, but, you know, we all, like, went, Tom, Tommy Williamson, <laughs> you know who he is. Oh, yeah, right. He, uh, I remember at Penn State, because he went there with us, we were watching the Yankees-Red Sox when the Red Sox won the World Series for the first time, 2004. And oh Tom, yeah. Tom was rooting for the Yankees, and I was like, "What are you doing, man? Like, how, how can you root for the fucking Yankees?" 
And he's like, I don't know. I like the Ruth curse. I like the tradition of the Babe Ruth curse. Oh, yeah. The the and curse I was like, Bambino. Yes. I was like, that's great. Me too. Yeah. I like curses now. <laughs> it's kind of exciting. You don't want it to be broken. It's like a little piece of history that you want to it's a little, keep traditionalized. It's a little mystical. Yes, it's a little pepper of paprika magic. Number 16, fellow half-Jew, Rod Carew. <laughs> Rod Carew. <laughs> Not one to hit for power. Rod Carew showed his tremendous hitting ability by totaling 3,053 career hits while only hitting 92 home runs. But anyway, that's amazing. Over 3,000 hits. That's pretty good. Rod Carew. Who did he play for? He played for the uh, Twins. Shady. Well, yes, the twins. That, uh, number, yeah. number 15, as mentioned earlier, Ichiro Sasuke. Excellent bat, Japanese basketball player. Has 3,030 hits. Average, baseball, his batting average is 313. Pretty good. 10 consecutive 200 hit seasons. He has this single season record for hits with six hundred and two hundred and sixty two hits wow. in one season. That's insane. That's exciting to watch, man. That's wild. That's a that's a that's a show right there. Dude, that's over a hit a game, right? Oh that, yeah, easily. Yeah, one hundred sixty two games. Yeah, it's like it's like hits. averaging two hits a game. What a freak of nature. That's wild, man. He was built in a lab. He was built like the last, except you're not slowing down. You're getting fast, so maybe it's more like my asses. They built him like Godzilla over there, and they sent him over here. They built him like a snow cone that just keeps getting bigger and bigger until you eat it with syrup. Number 14. Yeah. Honus Wagner. <laughs> Dale! Repeat. Bring the, bring the diapers in here to some Honus thing of Wagner. Honus Wagner. Wagner's eight Wagner's eight NL batting titles are tied with Tony Gwynn for most in NL history. Wagner mm-hmm. also led the NL in slugging six times. Oof. He was one of the first five members of the Hall of Fame. Interesting. That's a cool fact. Three I like Hall of Fame. 3,430 hits. Career average, 329. Holy shit. Wow. Wagner... Number 14. Now, number 13. Slice. Get a little ice in your lines. Pete Rose. Oh. At number 13. Well, this list, this list is blasphemous. Yeah, Let's... I figured he'd be a lot higher than 13. He has I... most hits of all time. How can Best he... hitters of all time. The one with the most is number 13. How, How can he be one? one? How can who, he be one? Who's number one? Greg Goss, the Phillies with his crying glasses. He was crying. He was fucking crying. Greg Gross. Like, Greg Gross was crying. <laughs> All right. Well, hold on. Let's. Dylan. Blasphemous list. Blasphemous list. This, this uh, ranking was made by Dylan Freshenude. Well, well Freshenude. Freshenude, you don't know baseball, but let's hear what this dope has to say. Yeah. Uh, the best player to not be in the Hall of Fame. There is no denying Rose's place amongst the game's greatest hitters. Rose left the game as its all-time hits leader with 4,256 hits while batting 303. Rose won three NL batting titles before being blacklisted by MLB. You're a moron and giving him that spot because he spent That's really dumb. What you dork. might as well not put him on the list as like a political statement, like, well, I don't recognize him. 
at least then you could understand why he was not on there. But the yes. fact that he was 13, you know? <laughs> well, That's like saying the worst ship disasters of all time. Number one, number 15 is the Titanic, even though it's the most deadliest. They made a great movie, so my opinions are swayed. I'm just going to put number one up here. Lake Alina, when I hit that rowboat into a truck, it's like, what, how do you base statistically that he wouldn't be on there? We're going we're gonna to find this guy, and we're going to blast the shit out of him. Top ten waterfalls. Oh, and coming what? in at number six, Niagara. Niagara. Yeah, even though it's, you know, whatever, it's nice. Best planets of all time. Not the best. Number 15, Earth. <laughs> number two, XR-71, <laughs> Venus's moon, 480 million light years a day. Because I like the way it looks. That's exactly the way it would go. Um, number 12, here again, this guy I, I think should be way closer to the top, Barry Bonds. Oh, God, he should be number two. 762 home runs, number one overall. Yeah. Uh, he broke Aaron Hank Aaron's home run record. Yeah. Batting average was 298 overall, which is amazing for a guy who was walked a trillion times. We all know Barry that Bonds. Low? We talk about him all yeah. the time. Wow. I want to see who this guy's got ahead of Rose and Bonds and Ichiro. Uh, right. Come on. Number 11, Hank Walks Aaron. Well. Hank Aaron. Hank, but the guy before him broke his record. And Hank Aaron's what like, he's third in hits and uh, second Three. in home runs. Second. Oh, because McGuire was... was was uh, deduced. And he's number 11. Deduced. Number, number 10. Tony, Tony Gwynn. Ah, he was great. I don't know if I'd put Tony Gwynn above Barry Bonds and Pete Rose. No way. I mean, come on. Let's let's call right. Dick Dick. I mean, really. I feel like Tony Gwynn hit when there was, you know, no men on. The team was down four nothing. It was bottom right. of the ninth with two outs, and he would get like a double, and then the guy after that would ground out. Yeah. Because he batted three thirty eight in a career in which his lowest single season average was three oh nine. That is unbelievable. Statistically, known, these numbers don't match up though. Right. Exactly. Three hundred. this list. Three thousand one hundred forty one hits. Uh, he set the modern day record with a three hundred ninety four batting average, the whole season. So that's he was a record. tremendous player, but this article is clearly an op-ed piece where the guy's just like, "Well, in this kind of mood, so he's getting this." Right. You, you should, you, you know, you need your own. If this guy has a website out there, you need, you need your own media company of sports, just to, just to put the, the, the truth out there. The spell check your ass. Yeah, Piscardi has his own blog, and I'm making crappy shirts with bald bull on them. You need to have like 80 websites of sports stuff because the world. I know. You need to level the playing field. Listen, yeah. the, the Yahoo Sports guy. Done rambling. I'm sorry. No, I know. I, I I know. We I need to expose these uh, this these Dylan Frasianids. Starting tomorrow, I'm going to start creating a logo for the Sports with John website. It's getting its own thing, its own beast. Its own it needs, it needs to go viral. Its own extension. And it needs to have news articles like. The Eagles news. Eagles news. Water cooler falls during practice. <laughs> that replaces it. You know how they try to make articles? There's wish, nothing like a preseason. I wish I could just post my Snapchats to like the daily feed of the of the page. Oh, because it, those are the most entertaining. For some reason, I like them the most because they're there Wait, the and daily, then they're gone. 
on the daily page of uh, the podcastle? Nerd.35, Snapchat. Oh, you could do that. Yeah. There's a widget. Yeah, I, I, I know there is. I just have to uh, add it. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a pain in the arse. Number nine, the Say Hey Kid, Willie Mays, 302 batting average, 3,283 hits, 660 homers, 1,903 RBIs. May is one of the five NL players to have eight consecutive 100 RBI seasons. Okay, I'm not going to argue with Willie Mays at number nine. No, he's tremendous. Really is great. Number eight. Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Now, Mickey Mantle should not be... Well, let's see here. The greatest switch hitter of all time is known for his tremendous power and tape measure home runs. Mantle was an above-average hitter, 298, and tailed 2,415 hits, 536 of which were home runs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, he didn't play that long. No, he had a short tenure. So that should be accounted for. Bonds played forever. Bonds played played in the 80s for like the Pirates when he was like 80 pounds. Yes. You know, he he had like the baseball cards. I have like a card of Bonds where it's like the old paper. Like they didn't make it like old school. Like the, the, you know, it wasn't as, it's not as good. And then he evolved to like a guy that didn't even look like him anymore like 20 years later. He, Almost. Like, he looked basically like Shaq in a Giants uniform. Good call. Touche, Mr. Kazan. Number seven. Again, I will not argue this man being ranked number seven. The great Pirates legend established a reputation that had lasted nearly 50 years after his tragic death. Clemente's career was cut short, but his 317 batting average, 3,000 yeah. hits, and four NL batting titles did more than enough to cement his place amongst the greats, Roberto. Roberto Clemente. The Spanish heritage, man. Shout out. I always, I always like the pirate's hat too, and that the yellow P. It's kind of cool. Let me go back. Let me go back. Like him. Hopefully that doesn't. Oh yeah, I know. I just like the the one that I have has a white outline around the P, and the P's kind of pointy. I, I think oh, I'd really? like I'd like to go back to the old school because I'm an yeah old the boxing who's so cool. The old school so cool. Nothing bad. Come on at you. All right. Top six here. All right. This guy just looked like a beast. I never really looked at him close, even though he, he died of a, a disease that's now named after him. Oh, yeah. The Iron Horse. Gehrig. ALS. His famous farewell speech. Um was a very moving one of those moving uh, speeches in sports history when he was saying you know goodbyes farewell to the fans because he was sick and um, I consider myself isn't that it yeah the right man I consider myself the, the luckiest man on the face of the earth and uh, just truly a truly a remarkable guy and uh, it's amazing because he was known for his durability and he died of a disease that, like, made him, like, what does uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, was it, isn't that ALS? Yeah. Yeah, your, your, your brain doesn't control with your nerves anymore, so you basically lose all functions of your body. Could you imagine? And it, and it gets, I worked for the Muscular Dystrophy Association when I first moved to L.A., and I saw people with that. It's the, it's the most horrible thing you could ever imagine. It, you, and it, and it, it, there's no cure, and it gets progressively worse because uh, you just can't, um, 
you know, you can't move anymore. And Eventually, you're just you're breathing, you're speaking and breathing out of a tube, and you can't move your lips anymore, and you die. And isn't it amazing that his? N- Imagine you're one of the best. You're you're a great. Your nickname's the Iron Horse. It's very sad. What a, I mean, how? What were his last days like? Could have imagined. Hopefully, he went quick. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. I, my heart really goes out to people, you know, that are afflicted with that. It's it's an awful, awful thing. It never sense the word. But uh, if if you look up this picture of him, man, he looked like a freaking. He looked like a horse. He was. He was beast. a horse, man. He could play. And one of the amazing. I say it things. like I was there. I was like, he could play. I was eating peanuts down in the third dugout. Clark, there's only two. I was there at Ebbets Field. Garrick was known for his durability and hitting prowess, garnering the nickname the Iron Horse, the first player to ever have his uniform number retired by a team. Garrick was forced into an early retirement. However, despite his career being cut short, he managed to post legendary numbers with a 340 batting average, 2,721 hits, 493 homers, and 1,995 RBIs and 99 cents. That spot is well deserved on the list. And that's what kind of choices rent Jason three for some boobs. And number five. Oh, I used to love watching this guy every All Star game every year. From the St. Louis, I don't know, Rogers Hornsby. <laughs> Sir? Which baseball card did he just drop? Was that one so well? Oh no, my good man, that was Raja Hornsby. And um, your middle name? Halsey. Did you say Hornsby? No, I said Halsey. Oh, that's not cool. The man with the second greatest batting average of all time checks in at number five. Hornsby, 358 average, trails only Ty Cobb. The two-time Triple Crown winner also captured two-time Triple Crown. Holy crap. Wow. Seven NL batting titles. Somebody... What were we going to say? Somebody what? No, some I, I two I think only like three people have gotten that right. Uh, yeah. The this guy, Mantle and Cabrera, Cabrera, Cabrera. Hornsby batted over four hundred three times and holds the highest single season mark wow. of all time at four twenty four. <laughs> that's incredible. That's a that's insane. And think about it; those balls were like. You know, made they were oh. Like pillows. Oh my gosh. Number Quatro. The bad man. He's a bad, bad man, Ty Cobb. He's a bad, mistaken, racist man. One of the greatest players to ever grace the diamond can make an argument for the greatest hitter of all time. Cobb holds the record high for career batting average, three sixty seven. And <laughs> and held the all-time hits lead with 4191 for nearly 50 years before it was broken by Pete Rose, and he's number 13. He held that for 50 years? That's incredible. When, that's a, when did he die? I think he died in the 60s. Not, oh, really? Hi, Cobb. I thought he died recently, and they're, like, arguing over his head. Oh, maybe he did. Yeah. He was at an All-Star game, I think, recently. Oh, well, there you go. Nope, died in 1961. Dead wrong. Well, there you go. Sports John, 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 and I get the facts. <laughs> that should be the, the moniker. Sports John, 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 and then I got the facts. <laughs> the facts of life. The facts of sports. Number three. 
batted 331 over his career and set NL records for career hits 3,630, uh, 1,951 RBIs, 725 doubles. Although most of his records have been surpassed, he is known to be one of the most consistent hitters of all time. The 24-time All-Star, 7-time NL batting champion, made him name for himself early in his career with his unique batting stance, but it was his production that garnered him immortality. Stan, the man. And I believe he played for the he played with, right? Uh... Stan Musial played for pretty sure Cardinals. The Cardinals. Yeah. I think for like right. his whole career. Right. They love right. Him. He passed away recently. Not not right. uh I'm not putting him above Pete Rose. Sorry. No way. Number two. Another one. Hard to argue. The Sultan of SWAT is the That's most true. famous baseball player in the history due to his notorious power. After beginning his career as a pitcher, Ruth became the most feared hitter of his time, seven-time world champion. Seven-time world champion. He's incredible. Led the fake league in home runs 12 times while setting the record for homers in a career with 714, a record which stood still until Hank Aaron surpassed him. Ruth was a career 342 batting average while amassing 2,873 hits. 2,213 RBIs. It's incredible. So he's number two. I always like the line in Patch Adams when uh, Robin Williams goes in there with Philip Seymour Hoffman as a new doormate. And he's like, aren't you a little old to be going to law school? He's like, well, Babe Ruth was 40 when he joined the Yankees. And he goes, no, he wasn't. He goes, no, he wasn't, but I could really use something like that right now. <laughs> like uh, Diamond Dallas Page didn't get really big until he was like 37. <laughs> Um, and this is who I was confusing Ty Cobb with. Their names sound familiar, and I think they uh, may have played for the same team. Ted Williams. Yeah, he the best player of all ago. time. I said that for the list. Yes, you did. Best. You predicted it. And Just paint my dick red, but yeah. not as good as Pete Rose's hits. For this list, Ted Williams should not have been number one. But if Ted Williams was number one, I wouldn't have minded if, as long as Pete Rose was in like the top three. Right. Not Musial above Pete Rose. Not above I mean, really? Stan Honestly, where, where, do you, where does this data come from on this list? Maybe it's was because the guy... Musial did it. It was a 24-time All-Star. That is pretty insane. That's ins- they're all years. they're all incredible. But for best hitters, I think the guy that has the most is the best. I have 24 All-Stars. Yeah, I have fucking 2,000 more hits than you. Right. Okay, then maybe you've hit the ball more. So in this list, yeah, like maybe, maybe most diverse player on better, but for this list... Yeah, I think Pete Rose should have had the triple dick. You know, a lot of people used to compare Chase Utley to Stan Musial because of his consistency. So That's true. We'll I didn't know that, that the, the comparison, but yeah. I can see that. I, I get the argument. Yeah. Uh, generally regarded as the greatest hitter who ever lived, Williams' tremendous numbers would have been even more astounding had he not served three years in the U.S. Navy in the middle of his career. Wow, the last player to hit over 400 in a season, Williams ended his career with a 344 batting average, 2,654 hits, 521 home runs, and 1,839 RBI. RBI. Well, I guess. I mean, gosh, what the heck? It was just the batting average. The batting average is what they're going for, and I guess that's what matters the most. Yeah, that's what... I guess they're taking a movie play. Yeah. 
Yeah. Lucian. And that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <gasps> I wanna go. Arizona over UTEP 35-9. It's sports of John, 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 John. John. Hey, you know what we gotta I'm do? Gonna next go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put together. What? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Here I come. Uh, on the next Sports with John Nerd 35 edition, or Nerd 35 Sports with John edition, <laughs> you, we, we talked about the past Tyson, and you mentioned Tyson's prime could beat any boxer. And, you know, we rock Balboa, they talk about Rock Balboa were to fight Mason the Line Dixon, the guy that was like the Mayweather yeah. kind of guy, who would win. Yeah. We should put together a pass versus present who would be better. Like, uh, it was Utley better than Stan Musial. Mm. Um, could Barry Bonds, you know, out hit, um, I don't know. It's kind of weird to do day. in baseball. Because, because it's timeless. And you, but you've, you've alluded to that before. Like, I think that you're good, you're good no matter what in baseball. Football's a right. different story. Those guys in the yeah, 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 40s, yeah, yeah, yeah. you and I can Right, yeah. Like, They've always been throwing it 100 miles, close to 100 miles. I mean, there's there's some guys that are throwing more than 100 miles an hour now, but that's, that's always crazy. been like the peak, the high 90s. They've been throwing it like that forever. It's right. like barely muscle. It's interesting. It really is. I think with baseball, it's a tough. You can't. It's tough to do that because it's kind of consistent. Where right, like football. I mean, you look at guys in like the 40s. They could They wouldn't last a, a play in today's guys. These, you know. But, like, think about, it, like, if Stan Musial had, like, the technology and all that nonsense that Chase Utley had. Like, he would be just as good. You know what That's I mean? That's what like I mean. He, yeah. he would reach his potential if his potential was there for him to, like, achieve it. And Babe Ruth, too, which is amazing because he, like, smoked and womanized. <laughs> oh, my God. Babe he Ruth was probably, fat. He probably would have been the first dual sport, you know, star. The first bow. He's like a John Cruck, not in terms of numbers, but in the sense that he was like a yeah. rugged, you know, fat rough guy. Edge off the a big guy. That guy. It's been a long show, man. We got a, a good hour and a half. Holy monkey! Plugged in tonight, man. Yeah. I. Uh, tonight, the W. You're eating for three now. Mm. I'm eating ice. I'm mm. out of water here, knife. I have a slight cotton mouth. If that does surprise you, then you're just not listening. Ooh, you better go to Walmart and spend 30 bucks for a case of water. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Have you ever seen that down there? Claus said he went to get water and they were sold out. But have you seen the gouging? Yeah, the gouging. I mean, I've heard about the gouging, but I just don't, uh, you know, what, what am I going to do? I don't look at it. We as long as you have your eggs to make French toast, then I'm not worried about water to hydrate my, my, myself. I swear, man, this thing, we got so lucky because of Harvey and because it went to Houston and I have like, you know, relatives there and like close friends. Oh, yeah. So I was watching and I saw Irma coming. So Heather and I went, went to Target and they had like the sale of Gatorade and I just bought like a crap load of Gatorade for cheap. Oh, smart. Bad. And Blue now kind? we have it. Now we have it. We may send it down to Miami though because my cousin is uh, coming down to help like clean up the... Oh, mess nice. in Miami in the Keys, so I'm gonna drop it off to him. Dude, you're a good man. He's a good man, and we're glad you're safe, man. Yeah, we, you we, met Jen him. and I were praying for you, and you know, I'm glad you guys are, are back and the house is intact and no damage. And yeah, that's scary stuff, man. Peace we're be happy, happy you're around. Peace be with you. And also with you. Thank you. Twitter. <laughs>
at the underscore podcast. So check out the best snaps in the world at nerd.35. Check do out it, John at PDH2PSU and uh, on Instagram at the podcastle. Thank you for live movie and the show. And thank you all for listening to the greatest podcast on the planet. The gentleman in charge of refuting, debunking, and debating the list of the hitters where Pete Rose is not number one. I am Matthew Clark. It was a very long introduction to the man in charge of keeping all his hats intact. And let's get a little Pittsburgh one. Jonathan Astor saying farewell, young people. Back at it again. Godspeed, planet Earth. Opened up the heart. Thank God for Friday nights. Was, um, Frontier Psychiatrist by the Avalanches. The Avalanches. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah. Frontier Psychiatrist. The weirdest yeah. song. I don't know their catalog. <laughs> you haven't heard their uh, entire catalog or any of it? Mayhaps. I haven't heard their, their ginger. Is Biscardi on? Uh, I thought he was. Let me, uh. Let me, uh. Let me, uh Dice him in. Oh, he's away. Good. What the fuck? Try to patch him through right now. Let me what pull up the book the of face. Fuck? Maybe sending us a, a message. Glider, glider back, brother. Glider okay. And then oh you, you dodged, you dodged oh Irma. God. It was uh, a better safe than sorry move on my part. You know, I. Uh, I didn't want to be here with my pregnant That's wife and my do dog it. and my cat, no. and not at all. Risk, you know, a, w- a window or you know, flooding and no power. Uh, nope. So we we hightailed it, man, and it Prepare was a battle. Expect the best, and uh, yeah, it's better to be safe than sorry and leave and have it turn out to be nothing than to stay and have it turn out to be everything. Yeah.
doesn't make any sense uh, to me. Mike, Michael Sir, can you hear me? Oh, I think he's having trouble getting on. Uh, of course. Oh, for the love of Eastland. Can you he's going to come on and then he's... I can hear you. Ah, good. He's going to come on and go... <laughs> oh, I'm... <laughs> Hold on. We only knew we were doing the show eight hours ago. Hold on. Hang on. Hang on. Give me a minute. Just give me, give me a minute, and then I'll get back. But I want to segue first, or I mean, I want to rehearse. Let's rehearse the wiping, and then I want to get back. Uh, I, I I propose that we try one more time, and if not. I'll send in the thread that we're going live and let us know when you're ready and we'll just bring you in. Because we got lots, lots of ginger to shred tonight. So much ginger to, ginger to sprinkle. God, there's like an so echo much ginger to, to pepper. But, but I'm glad you guys were okay, man. We were praying for you and it's nice you got to hang out with Coons and I, I get the cabin fever. I was at my parents for like five days. I'll save it for the oh. show, but I was there for like five days and <sighs> after the fourth day, I was literally like staring at the dog because all my friends are like married and working during the week. Right. So it, I'm, like, home alone. They're working. My mom's working, you know. So I'm, like, in the hot tub and, like, looking at the dog. And at one point, I put it on YouTube. <sighs> you know, you, you can only do, do so much. It's, you're, I mean, you just painted a little a summary, a synapsis that I'm going to dig soli- deep into soliloquy. because I had seven days to, like, observe. Because it was, like, uh, I'll get into it on the show. Yeah. Let's see what the hell right. Scotty's doing. What are we going to do? Shut down and restart, Willie? Uh... Yeah, let's do that. We'll try them again, and if not, well, I'll just message in the thread that that we're going live. We've been trying, and that let us, you know, let us know when you're ready. All right. You're it like, was this like is just take too long. The final when it hit when we were 200 miles away, I was like, here we go. I'm gonna do this 100 miles at a time. Like I'm I'm gonna hold my breath for 100 not miles. Look the, not look at the ways app. It, right. Yeah. Right. I did. I turned the phone off. I was like, this is me. Yeah. And the road this now. This is me. Don't get scared now. I will guide myself. All right. Uh, juice and lime juice. And the the, uh, the the list that I have is n- new arenas, the 25 greatest hitters in MLB history. Oh, well, let's just jump right into sports with John, man. I feel like okay. we can we're gonna branch off with the the arena because I I got some dick dick tips tidbits to talk about. Glorious. magazine cover that she's on with the Eagles jacket. It says, Diana's daring new life. Topless bathing, holistic healing, aromatherapy, anything goes as a liberated Diana struggles to find herself. Like, how did that just go so up and then down? And then at the top it says, TV's Bob Barker. Will his affair on the set cost millions? (laughs) Is he still alive? 